Listener and viewer discretion is advised. The views, opinions, and ham fetishes expressed on The Geek Show are those of the panelists only. They absolutely do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, or management of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast. Now we know. And no one is half the battle. Oh, hi. Welcome to uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. Sup, y'all. Sup. New episode. Uh, Shannon Barnson, Wild Card, is here with me. I am your host, Carrie Jackson, who is not 50 years old. What? What's, what's that all about? Oh, I'll tell you about it later. It's a, it's a long story. Anyway, so this is the portion of the program that we do called Breaking News. A little thing, you know, because everyone knows we record the geek shows three in a row. Right. And so we don't get a lot of the current stuff on. So we record this Monday. Second Friday, I like to call it. Uh, Mondays, every Monday with some uh, fresh news, late breaking news. And uh, we stick this at the beginning of the podcast. So stay tuned for the podcast. I can't remember the title because they all got mixed up. Somehow. But, you know, they're still genius. Oh, no, this one, this one is Whiskey Dick. Whiskey Dick is today. Coming up okay. because we th- threw the wrong one on. And you'll <clears throat> actually be able to hear the news. Yeah, because we're pro. Anyway. <laughs> uh, now, you had some news. Uh, we I can could... call it news. All right. Uh, I'm about to uh, heave. Uh, I'm going to call this the Parade of Turds. The Parade of Turds. Okay. So here's some movies that are coming up. Okay. T.J. Hooker. I've got news the about action, that. Yeah. Uh, the, the guys that wrote uh, the original uh, Short Circuit are well, scripted in this That's thing. who's doing it? Yes. Oh, see, um, I didn't see that Focuses part. on the... Oh, they're also writing... Uh... Uh, they're also the writing team behind the Tremors movies. Yeah. Well, okay, so maybe it'll be good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's... Um, well, it's going to be an action comedy. Right, it's, sure. It's, it's going to be like Starsky um, and Hutch. It's going to suck. Which uh, which I enjoyed. But here's the thing is that, you know, will, will Shatner be in it is the question. Well, it says it focuses on the relationship between T.J. Hooker and his dad. So, so if, maybe, maybe if the Shat's in it. Shatner will be the elder Hooker. <laughs> right. Hey, look. As long as there's holding on to a car hood, as it as it's moving, well, you know that they'll have to do that. Right? That's that's all I care about. Okay. okay. Turd what number else? two. Turd number two. Uh, are you ready for asteroids? Asteroids, the, the movie? movie. Oh, awesome! As long as their ships are just little triangles. Yeah. Asteroids, <laughs> the movie. That's terrible. Uh, yeah. It. Uh, I. Beep. Charity. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. Charity. We're like, what are they gonna do? Beep. Beep. Um, if you haven't played Asteroids, uh, check it out. Uh, you can see where that is just ripe for uh, cinematic yeah. genius. That's not uh, good. Oh, but you know what's even better than that? What? It's coming up. Uh, Viewmaster, the movie. How do you do know. Viewmaster, the movie? How? Now, for you kids who might In not 3D, know. 3D, because they were 3D, right. remember? Uh, for yeah. you kids who may not know, a Viewmaster is like a pair of binoculars that you stick a little uh, like paper a thing in. Paper got, with, with pictures yeah. in, on it. And, and you uh, look inside at the pictures, and then you uh, click the side, and it turns. That is going to be... Once again, ripe who, for who's, cinematic... Who's behind that one? Who got handed that one? Because, uh, boy, you... Somebody's making it for DreamWorks. Where's that? DreamWorks? Viewmaster the movie. Uh, it's got to be like, you know, the kid has a magic Viewmaster. And, I mean, you know, like, it transports him to other lands. I'm uh, and, looking forward to uh, Silly Putty, the movie, <laughs> myself. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the dramatic version, Serious Putty. Uh, yeah, right now, uh, it's... 
it, it doesn't oh, well. really say much about I it. I mean, does it really matter? Right. I'm sorry. Martin Scorsese could not pull off Viewmaster the movie. Well, who's making that? Somebody else is making a Monopoly movie. Uh, the yeah, guy it's Blade, uh, Runner. Blade Runner guy. He's making <laughs> a Monopoly movie. What is going what on? What are we doing hosting his program called Geek Show? We can't even yeah. remember. That's okay. You it's, know who uh, it is. I you drink. all know we who drink. it is. We drink. Carrie, we drink. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you have anything else? I have good news. Good news? Go ahead. Um, the world premiere of... Uh, Green Lantern First Flight will be at Comic-Con. Which That's the were, uh, the cartoon. Yeah, right? and it looks really, really good. Uh, it is on um, July 23rd, Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, and I am going to watch better, that. You better be Because it looks bad as hell. Um, so uh, I'm actually looking forward to that. And, I've got uh, a list of things that are happening at Comic-Con, actually. Seafy so, uh, is looking to remake Alien Nation. I have that we information have that as well. Look at us. Yes. We go to the same websites. <laughs> we must. <laughs> uh, here's a couple of things that are happening at Comic-Con that uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you're looking forward to or not. Uh, a panel on The Prisoner. Jesus Caviezel will be there. Jim Caviezel right. is the star of it. Is uh, Ian McKellen no, going to be there? No, oh. no, no. Ian McKellen, not there. Boo. Uh, the Prisoner panel event on the 24th. Uh, six-part TV event. The prisoner panel will be complemented by a number of on-the-ground activities taking place. Ooh, I hope we get to walk around in a big ball. <laughs> Attendees will have the opportunity to obtain their own village identity by visiting Sweet. the prisoner booth. Hey, it's Zach Shot, everybody. Oh, <laughs> Zach working on his new radio station, Zach FM. Zach FM. It's very exciting. We just... Uh, throw stuff at the wall. And uh, they're going to be passing out a uh, Marvel mini-comic based on The uh, the Prisoner and uh, distributing uh, uh, a whole bunch of like t-shirts and stuff. Uh, let's see. So uh, so there's that. And uh, a drawing. Oh, no, wait. Here it is. The official Star Wars fan club Ugh. has rounded up some amazing raffle stuff Ugh. for for Comic-Con to give away. Right. Your chance to win this stuff, Zach, because you're going to be there with me. They're going to be giving out to members of the annual fan club breakfast during the con. Can I tell you where I'm not eating breakfast? (laughs) Not in the Seaview Room of the Marriott Hotel and Marina, uh, Friday, July 24th at 7 to 9. Um, Here's some of the things that you might win. Uh, Every attendee, if you go, will get one of Hasbro's exclusive San Diego Comic-Con action figures, a smiling Luke Skywalker as an X-Wing pilot. (laughs) Thank God. I'm so happy. Look at my new ship. (laughs) A cool, it says here, fan club breakfast exclusive t-shirt. I ate breakfast with dorks. Now, reservations must be made by Wednesday, July 8th to specify exact sizes for your t-shirts. Like quadruple XL, (laughs) for example. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And uh, this, uh, you you also, like, uh, uh, autographs uh, from... George Lucas. What? He Oh, look. He wrote? It's a special signed card from Ew. George. Can't stop down to yeah. see you for the breakfast. Yeah. But uh, uh, hope you enjoyed the eggs, George. <laughs> <laughs> us, I don't... don't be greedo and hog those eggs. <laughs> um, all right. So on to some more uh, uh, late-breaking news. Uh, the uh, hip-hop star of The Game. Right. Is the front runner to play B. A. Baracus in God. Joe Carnahan's The A Team? God, who so, cares? Uh, yeah, 
Anyway, also, uh, here's some more good news for you. Columbia Pictures is developing a Venom spinoff movie. Oh, boy. So, my favorite yeah, character ever. Yeah. Venom. Also, more good news. Okay. Uh, can you handle a Teen Wolf TV series? I know I can. <laughs> No, I don't see no. Where's it going to be on? It's an animated series on MTV. Okay. And it's it's produced by Saturday Night Live's Seth Meyers and Mike Shoemaker. Okay. No, no, this is a different thing. This is a show called The Awesomes. That'll be the okay. good one. Okay. As opposed to The Teen Wolf. Uh, let's see, uh, uh, MTV looking at Teen Wolf. Attached to executive produce is Renee Echevera from Castle, who is also written for dark angel and and deep space nine and all that so it should be interesting but anyway animated teen wolf movie coming sweet, your way sweet let's see uh oh uh, this week uh, uh, next week july 15th this is exciting for zach an all-day harry potter marathon oh god oh wow on abc family on july 15th so Great. set your tivo now and uh, a fourth resident evil movie so awesome is in now you remember what happened in the last one no because i didn't see it Mila came into this big room, and there's a whole bunch of clones of Mila in jugs and glass containers. And Were there so zombies in it? It'll be an army of Milas fighting an army of zombies. I love that the Resident Evil uh, movie that I saw had no zombies in it. No zombies in it. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, you got the Alien Nation stuff, didn't you? And the TJ Hooker. Here we go. A couple of final items. I got con news coming up. Oh, I don't boy. mean Comic-Con, I mean... Con! Oh. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, new Wonder Woman comic to confront her bondage past. Now, for right. you kids who don't know about the origin of Wonder Woman. It is odd. It is weird. Uh, the uh, uh, William Moulton Marston is the guy right. who invented Wonder Woman. He was a psychologist who also invented the lie detector. Isn't that weird? Now, he had this, so then he created Wonder Woman, and she had the golden lasso right. that made you tell the truth, right? His idea, now this is coming from uh, Grant Morrison, who's going to write it. Oh, God. This is uh, the basics of Wonder Woman. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, his idea, William Moulton Marston's, was a utopia would be achieved if men were placed into subjugation to women. So Wonder Woman is a character where you imagine this very strange melange of girl power, bondage, and a slightly disturbed sexuality. There is a bondage element, extremely weird dark elements of Wonder Woman haven't been adequately dealt with. Wonder Woman remains a really bizarre, untouchable character. She should represent women in the same way Superman represents men. DC has said to make it work, to give Wonder Woman a sexuality that isn't exploitive, because that's too easy but also give her a narrative power. So I think that they're coming together to give us a bondage Wonder Woman. Gay bondage Wonder Woman. I'm looking forward to it. It'll DC give me, just keeps. Give me a reason. Is right out of the crapper. It just gives me a reason to, to read it. So, <laughs> and here you go, your con information. Uh, as, as the writers of uh, the Star Trek sequel have said, nothing is off the table. Right. They might do. Now, if they do con, it won't be Wrath of Con. It'll right. be the space seed. But they have already talked about who they'd like to play Khan. And if this is the case, I'm all for it. Yeah, who is it? Javier Bardem. Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah, he could kick the crap out of Chris Pine. Pneumatic gun? Yes. That'd be pretty cool. It's better than my idea of The Rock. As long as he calls him Frendo. Frendo. That's all I care about. Uh, I went and saw the Transformers. 
Yeah. Uh, this uh, I was uh, in a layover in Lago- in uh, Long Beach and had five hours to kill. Oh, so sure. I took a cab and went and saw Transformer. And tedious. I mean, you know, blowing stuff up is great, but two and a half hours after a while, you're yeah. just going there. It goes. Even slow motion. There it goes. <laughs> there it goes. Even slow motion Megan Fox movies. You know, here's what I've determined. Everyone is just crazy about her. I think that she does have the greatest ass in Hollywood right, right. now. I, I will mm. agree with you there. But there's a girl in this movie, spoiler alert, who is, is a Transformer, a robot, yeah. in, disguised as a hot wow. chick, as a hot sophomore at the college, oh, right? Wow. And tries to seduce Sam Shia LaBeouf. Right. And uh, she, I think. Is hotter? Is hotter. Oh, okay. Kind of blondish. Really? Yeah. Um, I've been watching that Attack of the Show on uh, G4. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they are shamelessly uh, saying that they walked out of the Transformers premiere that they got invited to they d- a half hour into it. They went, that's it. We're yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to I mean, there that. is some cool robot fight. Right. And, I'll just wait for it to. And Devastator, but, you know. I'll wait for it to come to Brewies and get drunk. And it was, it. yeah, it was just tedious. Right. It was tedious. And uh, let's see. Anything else? Zach, you got anything? Oh, no, you forgot the big uh, happening tomorrow, buddy. The big, oh, yeah, well, we're recording this on Monday the 6th, starting on the 7th, July. It's Seafy. Seafy. That's S-Y. Dawning of Seafy. FY. Sci-Fi Channel is no longer Sci-Fi. It's really? It's Sci-Fi. It's S-Y-F-Y. Right, they're changing their name from Sci-Fi oh. to Sci-Fi. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. That makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they do this sooner? It's good marketing, really? isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Why great. would you want to be known for something? No. Yeah. No. I, did, I do have news. What do you have? Geek Show website. It's uh, it's looking good. It's got yeah. a new face. Um, I did it over the weekend. In the, mm, it looks good. It looks yeah, good. So, so you weren't working on Zach FM. I was juggling between the two. Oh well, that's right. good. That's we'll check that out when I leave here. Uh, it's nice. Go there, right now. Yeah, Shannon yeah. will post on it uh, yeah, a couple just, times a you week, gotta, and you gotta remind me. <laughs> it'll just be awesome. <laughs> Send so. me an email. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, before we get to the episode, uh, which is this time, in fact, whiskey dick. Yeah. It is whiskey. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, this time, sorry. Uh, we need to thank uh, Dr. Volts, yes. 2043 East, 3300 South, Dr. Volts Comic Connection, where I spent an awful lot of money yes. on Star Wars kites did. on Wednesday. Yes, kites? he did. They're these big, beautiful, They're pretty cool. cloth kites that look like the, the Millennium Falcon, Vader's TIE Fighter, and an X-Wing. Yeah. Wow. They're really sweet. Uh, and uh, if you watch us on YouTube or on uh, Comcast, you'll see them. I'm going to hang hang them up and hang them from the ceiling sweet. above the set. So, uh, so cool. there's that. And uh, Dan, the laptop man. Oh, wow. He's giving away a laptop. Go to PCLaptops.com. Be his friend on Facebook. Yeah. For your chance to win. And we uh, we're, we love Dan. Yes. Of course. He, uh, he helps make all this possible. Dan, the laptop man. PCLaptops.com. If you ever get a virus... If you ever want just a kick-ass computer, seriously, the laptop that I got from Dan is better than any of the computers in my radio station. And, and I, you know, I'm going to get rid of my all my computers at home, really, and just use this one because it just kicks ass. So thank you, Dan. PCLaptops.com. Get on his Facebook page. Win a laptop, quite possibly. Yeah. Giving away a bunch of them, I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm his friend already. Does that mean I could possibly win? You possibly For, could. Yeah. Sweet. Under a different name. Send the misses down. Yes. All right, so here it is. Uh, the episode is called uh, Whiskey Dick. Please to enjoy. It's, an, it's amazing. Geekshowpodcast.com. 
Welcome back to the basement. Yay! Right here in lovely Seattle. How you doing, everybody? This, uh, well, this uh, episode will be presented on the 29th. And that means we had a great time at movie night. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh I know. Fantastic. God, I got... I did not expect that oh, much nudity at show movie night. Well, you know, when you've got David Carradine on the screen... I mean, usually it's expected Shannon's balls are coming out. Right, and then that orgy broke out in the wild car lounge. Yeah, well, oh, that was also gosh. expected, but I'm gonna I, blame, I didn't expect women this time. I'm blaming the Lily Von Stoop for that one. Yes. She gets a couple drinks in her. You just don't know what's going to happen. I can't believe they kicked me out. Right. I mean, well, sure. Seriously, that's right. just uncalled for. And you were just yeah. there as a catcher? Yeah. Nah. Exactly. <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, he, I mean, for other things. He, he was, he was in his trench coat disguised as very tall show producer. He was underneath him. He was riding the shoulders of another, a Clark, another He was producer. a Clark shoulder. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a very tall man. <laughs> When see, you're as see, old as I am, and you stroke his fake beard. You know. See, we do miss you, Clark. Those were good times. Good times. Oh, wonderful. Goodness. Wonderful orgy. I'd like to thank everybody involved. And, you know, seriously, we need to bring a, a Twister game every movie night. Right. Pretty much uh, That's how it started starts. the orgy. Wonderful orgy. The fans came out. Everybody's flipping their fans. Got everybody all hot. Next thing you know, just <laughs> rolling yeah. around on each other. Bodies. Oh, never mind. All right. We should probably move on. There's a, yes. there's a certain theme to this series of... That's been for my whiskey dick. Things would have gone all kinds That's of places. That's right. <laughs> Geekshowpodcast.com. Go to our website. Uh, the live chat's there now. we got uh, the forum, merchandise, comics, links, B. Games, Arthur's. B. Arthur. Arthur? No, um, um, Betty White. Uh, Betty White is probably oh, you guys. Then Rue McClanahan. Oh, she's a whore. She is a two dollar whore. You keep Rue McClanahan what? out of my fantasy. And you know what? Rue McClanahan didn't like the other two Golden Girls. Huh? So, Up she hers. Didn't, didn't even consider the old one. Uh, Comcast Channel One, Utah on Demand. Hi, Kevin. Hi. Uh, Comcast uh, Channel One, Utah on Demand. You can catch us uh, with uh, newish episodes on Fridays. Usually is when uh, Kevin posts those. Uh, 79640 is the text number. Text the word geek to that number, and Zach Shutt will send you notifications mm-hmm. uh, once in a while. Sure will. Alerts. When he's thinking about it. Text alerts. Uh, let's see. I want to thank <laughs> our uh, sponsors, of course, PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops. Dan, the laptop man. Hi, who Dan. Can, who can do anything just about with your computer. If you've got a big bad bug in it, he can rip it out. And, and, it's, not, and it's not just Dan. I mean, he, oh, yeah. his, his staff, these, these people there, they're all dedicated. You walk in the door and they all just yell, hello. It's the funniest damn thing. <laughs> if you have a PC laptop near you, just walk in and say, if you're just, in a rotten mood. Just, just walk, walk in, in. And, and say you wanted to uh, get directions or yeah. something. Just yeah. walk in and they'll, Oh, and and then, uh, where's, it's like Norm walked into where's, where's Bert's Tiki Lounge? He'll go, mm, it's right across the street, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Can't you smell it from here? <laughs> but first I'll say, well, actually, we have been putting ice in the urinal. Classy. Really helps. Really helps. And it's fun to pee on, you guys. <laughs> if you haven't peed on ice cubes, check it out. Especially oh, blue I, ones. Oh, what a classy joint. They got ice in the urinal. <laughs> you know, everything. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so PC laptops. I didn't understand that at all. Thank you, Dan the Laptop Man. It gives you something to aim for so you don't pee on the wall. And it uh, helps the smell. I learned it's a, It does. It actually, that's why the uh, French started doing it. I learned it in Nam. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 Yay! East, 3300 South That's in right. uh, Salt Lake. Go see him. That, that, that beautiful go- signed goon lithograph you might see behind Shannon? This one here. 
It's very nice. Uh, oh, oh, we can't have I nice things. I, I am, was gonna do I am that. so seriously yeah. putting that in my pants later. Yeah, it's uh, he got he, uh, Jeff got that at uh, Doctor Volts. Jeez. I did. So very. I good. love the goon. Goon is awesome. And I love Careful. spending money at Doctor Volts. Yes. Hi, Dave. A little bit too much money, actually. For yeah, <laughs> but that's why he has a reserved parking spot. Yeah. You do not. You do not. I park do. In Vice's spot, because if you do, you get towed. That's right. And uh, thanks to cardboardpeople.com for um, backing the posters and decorating the set here. All right, let's uh, let's get underway. Uh, coming up in the second half of the show, a feature, and I'd like each one of you to have one. Uh, please to reconsider. Okay. Uh, Jeff and I will start, and then you guys uh, can jump right in. It's it's uh, a little something. With, well, I'll explain it coming up. Okay. Um, hope you enjoyed the Guillermo del Toro interview uh, that we had a couple of weeks ago. I love him. He was one of the nicest guys <laughs> in the world, and I was and funny and funny. And I was uh, I was lucky enough to break the news about David Carradine to him. Yes, That's my little moment. <laughs> but, but every time he said, he got all I'm choked a, up about it. Yeah, when, every t- when he kept calling himself a meat and potatoes man. I'm a meat and potatoes guy. Uh, but uh, just uh, just a uh, terrific and working on. Well, he's got the book out, of course, which is very and good. The Hobbit and the Hobbit. He's working on. Uh, it's going to be so awesome. Now uh, we we talked about it briefly in the interview, but uh, just to uh, more details are coming out. <gasps> it's it's no longer. Uh, is to adapt the book into two movies plus a bridge movie. Instead, the new plan is to adapt the book into two movies, adding subplot material. Ah. What subplot material, you may ask? Uh, There is a whole, uh, he says, there's a whole other chapter, so to speak, which is the comings and goings of Gandalf, which are dealt with uh, people who know the lore, know that Gandalf was delayed with a crisis. It was the White Council's fight against uh, the, Mm -hmm. the, uh, was it the... The yeah. necromancer, who was actually Sauron before he was resurrected. It turns out to be Sauron before in he's Merkwood. resurrected. And then you also so, have all the bits with Aragorn, because nerds. he was out running around with the rangers. So I'm guessing that uh, uh, there's, Guillermo, there's a whole lot there. Guillermo and Peter uh, Jackson are going to <laughs> write that adventure. Yeah, it's all, it's all in the Silmarillion and in the Book of Lost Tales, all that mm-hmm. stuff's in there. So uh, that's all going to be there. He also says that uh, Andy Serkis will be back for uh, Gollum. Kong. He'll be playing King Kong, too. And uh, Ian McKellen and Hugo Weaving are all back for their roles. Uh, he says that he's also definitely still going to direct Frankenstein. Oh, my God. With, what? Yeah. What? He's, he, well, we talked about it in the interview. He's, mm-hmm. He feels like Frankenstein has never been given real cinematic justice. Oh, my God. And so he's going to do so that. So he's like going are back to the book. Are you serious? Yeah, he's going back to the book. Wow. You know what my favorite part in the book that is? is cool. When Frankenstein and, and his friend Tonto and his friend... But that's the Lone Ranger, for Christ's <laughs> sake. And no, oh, and they, yeah. they, started, they, started, uh, they started Bread Factory. Uh, uh, what he, the... F- Doug Jones. Oh. Doug Jones is going to play the monster. I don't know who Doug Jones is. That's, Doug uh, Jones is Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien is playing the monster then. Yes. And the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. And uh, the voice of Abe Sapien in the Hellboy cartoons in the second movie. Well, that's sure. very cool. Uh, he says that a, another Blade movie or a third Hellboy movie will probably never happen. Oh. <laughs> and more sad news. <laughs> sad news. He's only producing Jekyll and Hyde, not directing. Well, if he's producing. You know what? The Hellboy movie in my mind is really good. Uh-huh. That in was my mind? Scott Pierce impersonation. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Carrie. Yes. Guillermo del Toro Boring. producing is also usually a good thing too. Remember the orphanage. The orphanage, which is a movie that, that was so scary, and uh, you should you should get it. Zach, write that down. Netflix for you. The orphanage okay. is very have. very very scary. And what was what was the one he did before that with the with the dead kid from the swimming pool? Oh yeah. 
Devil's yeah. Backbone. Now he directed that though. It wasn't just he did. that. That that is a freaky uh. movie. <laughs> it's so well done because the the ghost kid's brain is exposed and the blood's actually floating around behind him like he's underwater. Neat. It's awesome. So, oh, it's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, that and the the uh, jars of mutated fetuses on the desk is. Uh, let's see a couple of other things. Um, Do we tell anybody who we are yet? Oh, we haven't. Oh, okay. Introduce the panel. Sorry about that, guys. I think don't they know. Yeah. Maybe they don't, huh? Maybe they don't. They might be newbies. I'm Jeff Weiss. (laughs) I'm Lee George Cade. Shut up, Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Weiss. (laughs) Jeff at DesNews.com. Film credit for the Deseret News. DeseretNews.com. Lee Lee George Cade. Wow. Artist artist extraordinaire. BFSminis.com. I'm I'm a bit of an asshat, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Buy his stuff. Buy my stuff, please. Uh, Scott Pierce, TV critic for the Deseret News. Snorting at the end of the panel. (laughs) Pierce at DesNews.com. But but most of my email gets answered through Jeff at DesNews.com. That's true. (laughs) And uh, Shannon Barnson, Wildcard. What's crackalackin'? And uh, new... uh, and I, and I just gotta, discovered the ice in the urinal. That's very exciting. I got to say this too. I uh, just uh, read some of our uh, recent iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. Eat it. I'm never quitting the show. <laughs> Eat my balls. And that's why he's. Why. That's why he's lashing out at me. I don't know why they don't like you on <laughs> iTunes. Anyway, go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast and, and review. It says nice things about us. Yeah, does, uh, if the show would be better if I quit and no. they, and I got replaced with Marcus. That's what one person said. You know, seriously though. Um, yeah, it was a couple a couple people digging at you, but <laughs> I don't care. The other like, two hundred seem to you, like you. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say if you're going to bitch about the two what? people after the one hundred ninety eight, we love Shannon Brigade. Uh, post. Yeah. Yeah. The one person said, "I love your fat Catholic humor." Like, <laughs> Rad, fat cool. Catholic humor, yeah. as opposed to thin, skin, Protestant, thin Protestant. I can't get behind that. My kids constantly tell me how much they prefer you to me. We wish Shannon was our dad. I wish, Here. He, I uh, wish he was my he's dad. He's going to teach us to drink. Super producer, <laughs> super producer and super uh, villain uh, in the future, Zach Shot. Hi. Gentlemen. As soon as he gets a goatee. Love the show. And uh, <laughs> big fan. And we'd like to yeah, introduce Carrie Jackson. Oh, hi. Hi, our, it's Carrie Jackson, everybody. It's 96.com, Radio from Hell. Yes. And uh, Six also. 6 to 10, Monday through Friday. Check it out. Dirty, dirty-minded bajillionaire. <laughs> All right, uh, back to uh, other stuff. Uh, now, Terminator Salvation. Mm-hmm. It's it's probably out of theaters by the time it's you it. hear this, maybe. Oh, I'm going to go see it at Brewies this week, I think. Uh, you should. I hear I, beer makes everything better. Well, yeah. you should go see it in theaters. I mean, it, as we discussed before, it's not high arts. Uh, we just want robots, uh, big robots, blowing things up. The other three were not high art. Exactly. So uh, go see it in theaters. That's And can I say I love that? The people, I haven't seen this movie yet. Yeah. But people are like, hey, it's, you know, not holding up to the high standards. High Go standards. watch Terminator 2, you Ooh, idiot. I just watched those two movies, and I had never actually seen them from beginning to end before. Mm-hmm. And I, they're not and that I, great. I've never, no, I've never really liked Terminator 2, and people people drag me over the coals on that one. I know. It's, it's not, not that, that good. good of a movie. Uh, so so remember that when you're watching. Go see the Terminator Salvation in the theaters. But here's here's the thing. is that In, in the U.S., it didn't do well. Mm-hmm. The rest of the world loves it. Hmm. The rest of the world are going to see this movie. And if it's going to get another Terminator movie, it's not going to be because of America. It'll be because the rest of the world dug it. So in the, so in the next one, America will be destroyed. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, 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 actually, some of the rumors are that, that the fifth movie will be set in London. Yeah, that's what it's saying. In, in, the in, in 2011, no less. But, you know, and th- but that being said, what we were just slamming on the, on the first two movies, 
Uh, they may not be the best movies, but they're also a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, they're oh, fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Take that, it for and what that's it why is. I say I'm not saying I dislike those movies. No. Mm-hmm. But to sit there and be like, hey, it's just uh, not holy It's not the holy grail of time travel movies. You want that? Go watch Time Crimes or what was that other one you were talking about just recently? The opening weekend for Salvation. Uh, Star Trek Four, according to Variety, was uh, <laughs> the opening weekend was a uh, sixty-seven point five million mm-hmm. across uh, seventy territories. It's the third largest opening in in the world so far, behind Angels and Demons and X Men: Origins Wolverine. Well, I just know which how well I'm it's also going to go see at Brewies this week. I also know it you wasn't know doing well in the right states now? because of how fast mm-hmm. it Slurpee went out of Seven yeah. Eleven. Ah. Do you know what's playing at Brewies this week, dude? It's a total geekplex. It's uh, Star Trek, mm-hmm. Wolverine. And Terminator. And Terminator. Mm-hmm. Cool. Wow. Well, well, well and I'm going to make a suggestion for everybody who's bagging on Terminator Salvation. Go see a little Eddie Murphy, little oh. Eddie Murphy movie called Imagine That, and then come back and complain. <laughs> oh wait, Imagine That is already out of theaters, most likely. <laughs> it yeah, it was huge in uh, the UK, France, Germany, Spain, Russia, Australia. So so what does this mean? Does this mean? It means Jerry Lewis was in it. Yeah, I was going to say, does it mean that the people of Europe have bad taste? Or that we're just too or snooty we're just about, too our sci-fi. about our sci-fi. We've gotten yeah. too highfalutin. That's what I think it is. I really do too. Because you guys, you guys actually proved that about a month and a half ago. You're talking about how when you went back and rewatched X3, yeah. it wasn't the uh, turd pile you recall it being. It wasn't yeah. that horrible. I no, never hated it. And, and actually, and I got in a little trouble for saying this on the forums. I think X3 is better than the first X-Men movies. I don't think so. You know, yeah, it's got some glaring problems, but the first one really uh, aged poorly. Yes, it does. So, yeah, that's what that, that was the point I was going to make, because I think we're being too picky uh-huh. about our sci-fi here in America. We're, we're, and it's, I blame, I blame the Internet, you kids. Yeah, you it's giving us a form to, to bitch on. Because as, uh, as Brian and I was talking about earlier, you remember the fun? Yeah, hey, here we go. Uh, the old guy. Uh, remember the fun of being able to run to school and tell your buddies that you read in Starlog magazine or right. you know, oh, saw yeah. the news about something. You or when you when you got your scholastic uh, book, your scholastic yes. magazine that showed those fun kids from Star Wars on it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or when Splinter of the Mind's Eye came out in paperback. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Geez. See. Now, that that was just all, brought back a memory. That I was have. all pre-internet, and I think the internet has made the sci-fi fan. Well, I mean, the sci-fi fan was probably cynical to begin with, but I think it it really made it grow. Yeah, but how how cynical know? were we? Because I remember when Cinema Fantastic, about two years uh, right after the special editions of Star Wars came out, and and while the prequels were getting ready to shoot, they had this really bitchin' cover of a kind of a gray Boba Fett, and I bought that issue. Lent it to you. Mm-hmm. We sat there and read the speculation and went nuts. We loved the special editions when they were in theaters. We didn't start ripping them apart until no. we had a chance to sit and bitch with each other. Mm-hmm. And let's let's remember what it is. So it's, it's just fun. Yeah, I think that uh, you know, and we have a forum. Yes, I know, but our forum's not quite as bitter as most of them out there. I have to say, <laughs> and, yeah, don't get too bitter. Don't get too bitter. Yeah, or you'll get. I will destroy you. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I think that the uh, the chat rooms and the the internet have made us more jaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just sci-fi though, because you know I deal with all things television, and it's, mm-hmm. there's way too much bitching about everything. Yeah, and it's and it's a way for the widely separated bitchers to get together. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and it feeds well, well, on itself. These, these people uh, d- didn't have a way to talk to each other before, right? And now they do. Well, and I also under think under aliases. I also think it's a way for people who 
don't have any friends or personalities to feel cooler about themselves if they're the contrary voice. Or people yeah. that wish that they were making that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, That's and how, they, how yes. they would make it. That's no. mostly uh, what I Who is it that said it wasn't that they – it's not necessarily that the prequel movies were all that awful. It's that it wasn't what they would have made if they'd made the prequel movies. Now, I know some people hate them and they despise them. But, you know, <laughs> seriously, so many people have built up what their prequel movie would have been, you know. Well, you know, it's just... All a, explosions. We, we, <laughs> so, well, I mean, everybody wanted, you know, Han and Leia and Luke. And they wanted Vader in his in his costume. You know, everyone oh, wanted I that. And, I just wanted B. Arthur dancing with Greedo and Ponda Baba. I, I would have been happy with a continuation from Jedi, you know. But, see, but that's you know, the what prequels are all right, you know. Mm. Anyway. Less poop jokes. That's what I have. I, I, I also heard. didn't have a Roger problem. Roger Abbott. Roger Abbott. Oh, God. I didn't have a problem with the Ewoks. Okay? <laughs> I, I hated the Ewoks. I liked the fact that the Ewoks were meat eaters, and they were going to eat the people. I liked that. Anyway. Sorry. Wait, teddy, bears, teddy bears that eat people. I Cute just think little awesome. things that eat people. Yeah. Like critters. I love that movie. <laughs> so anyway, there's 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 that and, and a little rant about us being... Bad sci-fi fans. Um, let's see. Uh, Battlestar Galactica, The Plan. Oh, when is that? Yeah, yeah. When is that coming on? Or is it going to be on DVD first? Yeah, they're going to release it on DVD first. Now, uh, I finally got to see Caprica. And what'd you think? Thanks to my friend Arthur. I really liked it. I did too. too. I thought it was really, really cool. It's on DVD. Go pick it up now. Because you can see boobies in the DVD. I mean, I, oh, there's a great orgy scene. Uh, and, and the, it reminds yeah, me of movie night. That version will not air on Lily. sci-fi. No. No, the, the plan was scripted by Jane Espenson from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I was actually on the phone with Ron Moore the other hey, day. Hey, pretend it's mine. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I was on the phone with Ron Moore the other day for something separate, and he said that this is very much Jane Espenson and Edward James almost, that he was sort of around, but this is their project. The plan? Yes. Yeah. This is their project. Yeah, Edward uh, James almost directed. And this uh, this is going to be very interesting. Oh, yeah, anyway, go pick up Caprica. And, oh, it was... Uh, and, and it's, it's, it, when does that start on sci-fi? Uh, sometime, the first quarter of 2010 is all... It was the last I'd heard. Oh, I'm, I'm really okay. looking forward to it. It's, um, it's very good. It just looks terrific. And, and despite the fact... I mean, frankly, I was one of the great naysayers, sort right, of like... You, you well, talked about on the show. Because, you know, it's like... I figured every episode would end with me going, and 60 years later, the Cylons destroyed Caprica. Um, <laughs> no, they're going to they're gonna take you on the plan of how the Cylons but it really, got that far. And when we saw the stuff about how the Cylons became worshippers of one god and all this uh, kind of stuff, just, I'm sitting there really going, cool. oh, my God. I mean, I, I, I'm still a little skeptical as to how it's going to hold up as a series. But, but anyway, at least the, the first – the pilot is great. It's got, and it's it. got a great cast. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good yes. actors all the way around. There's Artie. Uh, and uh, so, that, so that looks great. But this, uh, this one, the plan, is more just before right. the attack on Caprica. Yep. It's leading up to the, the destruction From of the Cylon. Uh, there's a, there's a clip view. on sci-fi of uh, the, the, the big bad Cylon guy torturing. Um, Jar Jar Adama? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the uh, the plan is going to be the perspective of the Cylons on their uh, gen genocide of humanity, and uh, Edward James Olmos is uh, directing. Uh, I, I'm sure he'll be in it as well as Commander Adama. They're going to uh, take uh, scenes that you uh, have already seen, have seen in the in the uh, miniseries, and shoot kind of around that and with it. To give so, you the Cylon's perspective. That is such a cool idea. Which is a great idea. It says uh, Edward James almost, i got to tell you, not to give anything away, it is exactly what you think it is. 
You see the complete uh, opposite of the first 281 days of what we went through, seen through the eyes of the Cylon. And it's uh, breathtaking, uh, not fun, but uh, the people who have seen the footage are apparently really, really happy with it. Uh, the DVD will be the definitive version. Sci-fi will air. Uh, the sci-fi uh, airing will be cut to 88 minutes, but the DVD version is two hours and six minutes. Oh, okay. so you want to get it on DVD again? This is this is an interesting marketing and, plan and that they started. Yeah. Once again, Ron Moore the other day said uh, that. Although he says it's exactly what you think it is, that doesn't mean that there will not be surprises. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, let's see, and Dean Stockwell is back. Uh, Don't you love Dean Stockwell? He's the big bad in it and uh, showing how they masterminded it all. And uh, it's the third man's baby. This is, uh, this or is the thin man's baby. The thin man's baby? Yeah. was also in Long Day's Journey in Tonight. And Quantum Leap. Which uh, long, long movie's journey into sleep is how it felt for me. Uh, anyway, uh, so this, uh, that's coming up. That's the video game designer guy. Really? Oh, okay. I know. He's too good looking to be a video game designer, but we'll talk to him coming up. He's worked for all the biggies. Uh, We'll get to that uh, coming up. Uh, Let's see. uh, Ah, Gee, Willikers. Short Circuit. (laughs) Johnny. Did they already remake that? Well, we've got a screenwriter. They didn't remake it. Quiet you. (laughs) (laughs) Wally is one of the best films ever. (laughs) Boys. Boys. All right. Uh, They have a, a screenwriter. Yeah, this and, is just screaming to get remade, huh? And uh, this is interesting. Okay. Uh, comedy writer. Yeah. Wrote for Greg the Bunny, writing for Robot Chicken. Huh. That Dan doesn't... Milano is huh. going to write the new Short Circuit, the reboot of Short Circuit. Well, uh, Seth, be... Seth Green can be the voice. And maybe Ali Sheedy can play his grandma. I was going to say, it'll be uh, nice to see Fisher Stevens getting some well, I was racist say, work again. I think they can cast a real Indian. This time, right? Really? I don't know if there's any real Asian Indians working in Hollywood. <laughs> he plays all the Indians. Yeah, well, he, what about the guy from Heroes? He's handy that way. What about the kid from Slumdog Millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> he could use the work. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So it, it will be Johnny Five, a military robot, develops personality after a lightning strike, goes uh, uh, runs away from his creators. And it would be a bitchin' movie um, if it was played by the Ed 209. Johnny Five is alive. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this is an interesting point the guy from IO9 makes. Uh, He says, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that this means the new Johnny Five, because they're going to make Johnny Five look like the actual Johnny Five from the movie. Right. Okay. Which I think is a mistake. And this guy agrees here. Because then everybody thinks they're trying to remake Wally. Exactly. It presents the problem that all the younger people are going to go, why is Wally uh, you know. Yep. See? So. Oh, and, and, and see, I have the movie spinoff that would make millions. What's that? Short Circuit make, meets War Games. Ooh. I'm just saying, Johnny Five versus Johnny Plane you know, Game. I'm not a very good geek. I never, I didn't see any, either one of those movies. I love You've War, games. War Games. Never seen War Games. Movie. Never saw Short Circuit. Oh my God! I never, you know I never why saw you, Short Circuit either. You know why I didn't see it? Fisher Stevens, because I knew that he was a white guy. <laughs> and I went, I'm not but he was that. Was he in the movie? He was one of the Johnny Five friends. Fisher uh, Stevens. He played a, he played a uh, you know. Indian. Yeah, yeah I, I, I saw clips. Yeah. That's how he played him, too. Oh, Johnny Five. Look, he's still in He will be there. He's very squishy. So, anyway. So I got that. And here's the worst idea of the week Todd McFarlane wants Leonardo DiCaprio. To star in the Spawn reboot. Uh, oh, Wait, it gets better. Oh, uh, let's hear this. 
Spawn's um, wussy friend? McFarlane has told MTV News that he would like to cast, this is, this is so bad, DiCaprio in his remake that mm. is not a remake. Sure. Because, yeah, that's screaming to be remade. DiCaprio would not play Spawn. No. Why would he do that? Because Spawn's not the main character. Oh, okay, sure. Well, and Spawn wasn't an American. Yeah, there's the problem. Uh, the movie will be based on the guy chasing Spawn. <laughs> This is why it's the worst idea of the okay. week. Who's going, play, who's going to play Party Angela? <laughs> it's called Catch Spawn If You Can. Yes. I'm going to write that down. Catch Spawn If You Can. So um, this is this is what he wants to do. It'll be it, DiCaprio would be a detective. Now this isn't signed. This is just his, you know, McFarlane. He, yeah, he's, he has gone batshit crazy, bend, hasn't he? Round the bend. Um, he would not be playing the Detective Sam or Detective Twitch. Which right, is what the, the movie should be. Right. Which is what the movie should be if you're going to do it. Uh, he will play a new detective. <laughs> McFarlane said the film would be like a Godfather-like <laughs> crime drama. With in Spawn. which DiCaprio's character would come to discover that something supernatural and diabolical is going on beyond the usual cops and robbers stuff. B. Arthur? So uh, there it is. The only good Spawn that anything was that the, the first season of the Spawn cartoon. Oh, the cartoon, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. And if I could find that, that and, HBO the, cartoon? And, and the Max, when that because that Max cartoon was kind of cool. We have too. the we have all the Spawn series uh, cartoons of Burt's. Nice, yeah, the HBO series. I yeah, know, that was good just stuff. Just awesome. Um, but Tom, uh, he also he also he nail he puts the final nail in the coffin. Oh, let's hear this. Okay, he says uh, it, it wouldn't be a uh, an under it wouldn't be a comic book movie. It wouldn't be a big special effects movie. It would be a character movie, so I could shoot it in 40 to 50 days and not have a real big budget. It's all okay. about the relationships. So it's going to be a shitty movie. Yes. Thank you very much, Todd McFarlane. So that is your worst idea of the week. And have you noticed that uh, every time we have a worst idea of the week, Todd McFarlane's attached to it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it has been. Yeah. <laughs> we so should, we should just rename the feature to yeah. McFarlane's worst idea, idea of the week. week. Druckfarlane. Here's Druck what I'm going to do is I'm going to establish an action figure company. You could never play with these bitches. <laughs> oh, and guess what? They usually don't stand up. They're going to be made of very brittle plastic. <laughs> these are toys you don't play and with. And I'm going to revolutionize the action figure industry by limiting them to one point of articulation. Exactly. Usually <laughs> on the right gonna, butt cheek. It's a fully posable butt cheek. The rest of it does nothing. It's so you can nothing. make them stand like this. Yes. I'm so going to make, make statues that you can rotate some of the parts, sort of, if they don't break yes. off. If they don't break off. <laughs> oh, and here's another great idea. I'm going to make these monster figures that look great, but if you touch them, they shatter. They explode. Yes. The only good thing about McFarland toys... They're pretty. They when explode? You, no, when you when you open them up, the paint. Yeah. Yeah, contact yeah. And, and then And then when you get released from the ER seven hours later... Because they're real strong. Yeah. I mean, way strong. That's why I like them. All right, well, let's take a break, and uh, I, I neglected to tell you guys that we were going to have company. You this, know, uh, this guy, we're, yeah. we're through. This guy, this, I want my ring back. This guy, he's gonna he's gonna sit in with us. He he he's designs video games, and uh, he's currently got the uh, video game that my wife is just completely hooked on. Uh, and uh, we'll get to that coming up. Uh, get a get a drink, everyone. Uh, after these messages, we'll be right back. Eat it, McFarlane. Hey, this is Dan, the laptop man from PC Laptops. <laughs> Consumer alert. Turn up your radio. You see it on the news all the time. Viruses, spyware, malware destroying your computer. And then you hear that most virus protection programs won't protect you from many of these threats. What can you do to sleep at night? PC laptops to the rescue. Listen carefully. 
If your computer is running like crap, you could be infected. It won't just go away. You need to bring your computer into PC laptops right now. Here's the great news. Bring your computer in, no matter what brand it is, into any one of our nine locations, and we'll run a scan on your computer absolutely free. There's absolutely no obligation. The scan is 100% free, free, free. So get in right now to any one of our nine locations or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. Get in the PC Laptops right now before it's too late because we love you. I know you've all been dying to know. Last time we spoke with Zach Shutt, he was going to get a hold at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, mm-hmm. 2043 East. 30, uh, 2043 East, 3300 South. Okay. Now I'm, I want a full report, Zach. Okay. What is in your hold at Dr. Volt's? Uncanny X-Men. Okay. Um, Thor. Yes. Invincible. Good. Muppet Show. You like that. Jeff Weiss um, induced Muppet <laughs> Show. And uh, I really like it, so... Well, see, you're off to a good start. Mm -hmm. And, of course, if you have a hold at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, you get uh, discounts on everything in your hold. And you don't have to rush to the comic book store on Wednesday and stand around waiting for him to unpack the boxes. He'll just get them for you make a list. I would make a list of everything I have on hold there, but uh, we're out of time. Yeah. (laughs) You can get, uh, of course, uh, collectibles, toys, uh, games. It's all there. And, of course, our favorite, Marvel Comics. 2043 East, 3300 South is Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hi, I'm Eric Tomorrow from The Mediocre Show, nestled deep within the sinful bosom of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Before The Geek Show came around, the only way I could get information about Utah was from the show Big Love or the movie Orgasmo. But thanks to the cultural teachings of The Geek Show podcast, now I know everything I need to know about Utah, and that's to stay away. Check out The Mediocre Show to learn what Philadelphia has to offer. MediocreShow.com Excuse me, what movie is this? What movie is this? Have you been living in a cardboard box, lady? No, I'm from Utah. Oh, I'm sorry. So I was like, uh, so uh, clean yourself up, Miss White. Uh, Grab your dead (laughs) child. Get out of here. I had no idea she listened to the show. Really? Yeah. Oh, Oh, are we we rolling? She loves the show. Oh, okay. Sorry. That was a surprise. she's, She's a LARPer. Actually, yeah, she dresses you up. Damn like, right, she is. She, dre- she dresses up like Gladriel the Wood Nymph. She you can see her in Pioneer Park on Saturday mornings, hitting people with sticks. Yes, she larped the hell out of me. Foam sticks. Anyway, so what are you mixing? What are you mixing with your fresca there? Mr. Well, Jackson? I'm am ju- just doing vodka and fresca, but your drink of the show is uh, uh, it's the citrus fresca and Jameson's whiskey. It shouldn't work, but it does. It's, it's called the Nero. <laughs> yes. It's the Nero. We'll call it the Nero. The Nero. <laughs> it shouldn't have worked. But or if you're the LA Times, it could be the Nemo. <laughs> yes. Well, hello, Christopher. Oh, now see, now he's too low. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, Christopher. He, he keeps changing his voice. Yeah, no, he so just breathes really loud. I know. <gasps> he went to the Carrie Fisher School of Acting. <laughs> what, he slips into and out of a British accent? There you go. <laughs> Faster, more intense. I should have known. Joining us us for this half of the uh, the Geek Show, special guest, uh, Aaron Connors, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron, how are you? you. Welcome to the basement. And uh, we'll get you a real beverage after <laughs> after this. Uh, let's see. We've got now. Aaron is a game designer. He, and a uh, friggin' bow hunk. And, yeah. uh, look at him. Look at him. I know. Cake. And he's huge. <laughs> uh, he designed a game that my wife is uh, really digging right now. This is uh, Three Cards to Midnight. This is the guy who made the game. And uh, she's. You're eating up my time. 
<laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> she's uh, she's really been enjoying, it. and it's it's available now. Uh, you can download it. So That's right. Pimp it away. Go ahead. Well, we have our own website, uh, three cards. Well, actually, you can get to it from three cards to midnight.com. Our company is bigfinishgames.com. And uh, get everything related to our game and all of our upcoming titles and things like that. Now, Aaron, Aaron's got a hell of a pedigree, so whatever uh, questions you have about games, this is this is the guy to talk. Why to. are they so hard? <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, Shannon is not much of a gamer. <laughs> yes, I don't. I don't even think he'd make it past level six of Plants vs Zombies. <laughs> when, it's hard. When will games come with that special Olympic skill level? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what I need. Uh, yeah, now uh, the future of games, and Aaron and I kind of talked about this, is uh, you won't go to the store to buy them anymore. They won't be in packaging. Uh, you won't get to go home and try to unwrap them. I haven't. What? I haven't done that. In... You haven't? No. no. I, I haven't. I have not. Uh, both of my Warcraft versions I downloaded, uh, Plants vs. Zombies downloaded both of them. I... And see, I, like a fool, I went and uh, bought my 360 version of the Ghostbusters game. I went and bought Punch-Out for the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting your exercise with that? Yeah, I actually am. We were really drunk the other night, and my wife actually has uh, tendonitis. <laughs> we're playing too much punch oh, out. She, oh, the, she kicked the, the, the shit out. out. Oh, she kicked the shit out of King Hippo. Yeah, I bet yeah. she did. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 Wii boxing game. We were uh, we were in San Francisco with a with, was staying with some friends, and and uh, my friend's sister, who's just a, a dainty little flower. No. Uh, decided no? she wanted to uh, to get her workout in doing the punch out, and man, she was swearing like a sailor. Oh, yeah. She was channeling all of her ex boyfriends, you know, into the character. And strangely, they were all named King Hippo. <laughs> and, and she's and she's shouting, "Take that mother effort!" You know, just just right all along, and and sweat up her back, and it was beautiful. Mm. Honestly, it was a sight to be uh, to behold. Well, there's a school of thought that that's what video games' their main purpose is. You know, is a an outlet for their deep seated emotions. That's why a lot of people say there are two different schools of thought about violence in video games. You know, some people think that the violence is actually a positive, allows them to gets it out of your yeah, system in a more oh, constructive way. Yeah, I've never I've never bought the, that. The, uh, the it down- makes people violent. Oh, it doesn't. The downside of it is, though, I've, I found that the more escapist the game is, the less I like my real life, and the more <laughs> I want to go be Throgdar the Barbarian because <laughs> he's a lot cooler than I am. Well, and that and I, that's I would, not all that hard. I would love to see. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Oh, I would love to see someone do a study about uh, divorce rates and video games. I would love to see that because it seems like whenever I, I talk to, uh, to to women whose husbands are geeks, they just oh god, he's just always on. He's always well, playing the game. That's that could be with anything though. If you get too obsessed with anything, you know, like. I don't know. Yeah, if he's a sport, if he's a sports fanatic, gambling. he's watching football. Seventeen. I think you're less likely. I think women are less likely to to divorce a sports addict. Well, it's because oh, they I were programmed that. from early age. We've got people on our WoW Guild, our, our GSPC Lords of the GSPC Guild, that are actually married, married couples that are playing Warcraft together. Yep. Well, and that's cool if you can yep. do that. But uh, most of the time, it's it's a bone of contention. So to, and I do Ooh. think I do think sports as a hobby gets a pass. All the time. Sports guys can get away with stuff that we geeks cannot get away with, and women give it a pass. And I don't don't think it's right that they do that. I I haven't had that problem. (laughs) It depends. I mean, like we were talking about on the show, that we try to make games that husbands and wives will play together. You know, honestly, it it isn't the main focus of what we do, but the, the nature of the content is such that we would hope people would be able to play together. 
So, yeah, it, and, and that's what this game, uh, Three Cards to Midnight, is. I mean, Sue and I sat there. I, I was trying to watch TV, and she was playing, and I found myself leaning over. Giving her the wrong answers. You should make one. uh, You should make one for my wife called "What the f is wrong with my husband." (laughs) She takes the Wii. That game would take forever. She takes the Wii remote and shakes it. You can't beat that game. Jesus Christ! Wow, we're up to chapter ten on that one. (laughs) It reads. It reads like the longest handicap Uh, ever. <laughs> I am an American handicap. <laughs> you are. Short of calling her pet and putting De- your coat on her head. Yeah. Don't wipe me up. You, I've been drinking. You wife beating drunk. You. I know, but I make excellent uh, snack fries. For all of you younger people, you can now go look up Andy Cap. <laughs> Wonderful story of a uh, hilarious alcoholic well, that loves to beat his wife and true. take naps. And he beat his wife. I think he did a couple of times. Didn't he wife? pop her a couple of I times? He was popping him. No, he'd be walking out. With well, the, there was with a lot of domestic violence, and yeah. that's what you should make. It's an handicap video game. <laughs> you can control the wife and with a frying pan. Like a roller pin shooter. Yeah. That would yes. be so awesome. Roller pin gun. That would be a handicap trying hey, to clear what? the kitchen. Hey, we almost trying to take a nap. <laughs> the American handicap. Yeah, go look it up, kids. Uh, that was back when there was uh, newspapers. And you can eat uh, what? Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, you guys. I'm you just... can buy his fries at the 7-Eleven. They still have his snacks. His snack fries are delicious. Okay, yeah, he's the guy on the snack fries at the Seven Eleven. Uh, anyway, he looks like a I thought you were stereotype. Su- I thought you were suggesting that Jeff and I would soon be working at the Seven Eleven. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, okay. My while name's we're, not Paul Raleigh. While we're inventing, <laughs> while we're inventing video games, then go ahead. Here's the guy who can tell you what it would take if you've got a, an idea for a video game in mind. This would be the time to do it. This is the guy that that makes these things. What about something with a hedgehog and a fox? <laughs> It'll never fly. It's <laughs> the most ridiculous idea I've ever That's stupid. It's been done. Hey, maybe, they, maybe they race. Yeah. The little rings? Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> Another thing you don't ever want are like little Italian guys. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, well, Julio, nobody, nobody, Mario. Nobody would ever believe that eating a mushroom would make you super well, powerful. And, and I would. And here's the problem with that. I mean, you remember how much trouble the uh, Godfather movie had when they were making it about racial stereotypes. You know, right. of Italians. I'm sure that this would go nowhere. <laughs> Those guys had uh, put a stop to it. That, and you never know what porn actor might decide to do his own parody of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so no, tell us. Tell us what to do. Because I've got like 900 awesome ideas. Go ahead, need. throw one out. No, I'm going to save it. I don't, oh, you don't want him to steal one. I don't want it to get stole. I think <laughs> outer space stuff is no, cool. This is where I get all my good ideas. I was so. talking to you about my, my game idea with uh, you know our young producer trying to get to the recording, and uh, the different uh, panelists keep getting in his way and throwing things at him. You know. I think a remake well, of Beer Tapper with Shannon would be a... Oh, that'd be so rad. <laughs> Just be those poor, because I would, the, the, those poor all, customers never getting their right, beer. They'd be all be clamoring. I'd be like, look, I'm texting. That would be the text round. I was just thinking of how upset they would be with all their empty glasses sliding down the bar. Yes. I think some kind of like attitude points. Ooh, no, horror I, horror I, game, but but the horrible things are things like teddy bears and Pomeranians. <laughs> you know, like the zombie you, ones. I, I love it. Zombie Pomeranians or teddy bears. Zombaranians. <laughs> 
I don't know. What the hell is? Yeah, Aaron just dismissing all. Of yeah, there you go. Well, I don't really blame him. What's uh, what are you what are you working on now? Uh, top secret projects or? Anything? Uh, well, in addition to the top secret one we were talking about off the air. Oh, um, Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah that's a tough one. <laughs> I really don't know how you're it's going to be very ghost whisperer. <laughs> it's going to be very popular. Ghost. I'm telling you, it's going to be very popular. I mean, aside so, from the from the t-shirt stretching bosoms, I, I don't know how you're going to put the rest of the plot <laughs> oh, in there. And you should see her in person, by the way. Anyway, go ahead. Well, I'll tell you what the the thing. Just getting back to that point. Um, as a video game designer, there's actually really something appealing about taking on a project that everyone assumes is going to be a huge failure because uh-huh. it really pushes you and, you know, what am I going to do? What tools am I going to use to actually make this a decent project? So oh. what surprised you the most? What have you gone into thinking was going to be terrible and it turned out? Call center the game. <laughs> Call center the game. <laughs> actually, you know, I, I've, I've been really fortunate to work on projects that I really enjoyed and have turned out pretty well. We were talking about the Mark Hamill project. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with his comic book, The Black Pearl. It was yeah. on Dark Horse. Uh, adapting that was one of the toughest things I've ever worked on because it was not by nature a game environment. It was a very cerebral, slow-paced, you know, you had like two or three action sequences in the entire book. And most of the rest of it was him being a lonely loser. You know, well, and, like, and there's not a lot of gameplay. So, <laughs> kind of like his career. Yeah, with, so, with, with, so with, that with, wouldn't be much of a departure from our lives. Yeah. Then. Ten extra mope points. Basement <laughs> the video game. When, when, so. you, when, when you said the Mark Hamill game, I thought reconstructing Mark Hamill's face. There you, go. Oh. you know, he's a nice guy. Uh, yeah, you, and you've got to hang out with him quite a bit, actually. Yeah, I was telling these guys, I, I took him down the portical. We used to sit in that little uh, corner booth by the air hockey table downstairs <laughs> oh. and drink and smoke and get a lot of double takes I, and things. It was fun. I would have shit my pants if I walked into Luke Skywalker was <laughs> in Portacol. <laughs> You've just been like, what? I gotta, I gotta go, Taji Station. Power committed. <laughs> well, I remember he was, he, he uh, it must have been when he was in town doing that. He did a like a one man show kind of thing. It's a uh, uh, college, the community yeah. college. Yep. And he was just damned entertaining. He's great. He really uh, he is was, very creative. He was taking all questions. He was even taking Aww. requests. Do the Joker voice, you know? And, and he was doing it. He's talking about the sequel, to Slipstream. <laughs> Shut up. Actually, you shut up. No one remembers. Shut he was, up. He was, right. he well, he's told the real Lee George Cade and the fake Lee George Cade to shut up in this episode. Uh, well, Aaron, uh, thank you for uh, coming to the podcast. You're, you're more than welcome to uh, weigh in on any of this ridiculous crap that we're uh, talking about here. Uh, but uh, it's, it's a really cool field. I wish I could get – I mean, you, you handle, like, the writing and stuff. I would love to be on that end of it because uh, Lord yep. knows I, I could never write code or anything like that. Well, the one thing when you were talking about wanting to get a game made, the nice thing is that nowadays there are tools that make it so easy to put stuff together. You know, it's like you could literally find some kid that's going to the U that's a freshman or something, pay him a couple hundred bucks. He would program a Flash game for you. What if you found like a 19-year-old <laughs> overachiever? Absolutely. Was easily bribed for a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> with, with, yeah, with impeccable hair. He's got supervillain pricing. He's not a couple of hundred bucks. Ooh, Aloysius. Dupree Aloysius, the, the game. game. This is uh, uh, Aaron. Be, uh, that is that is Shannon's uh, uh, other personality. Okay. You want you want drag on a scooter, a, just cruising around looking for things. To uh, Aloysius is a, uh, a genteel, a, a genteel uh, Louisiana man who uh, has has fans he's that he's really good with the fan. Pulls out the, because it's so uh, and he's because he's yeah. always got a fan in one hand and a drink in the. What can we do with that? And he spends a lot of time mm. planning the next cantillion. That doesn't sound like an action game. Oh dear. <laughs> so I'm working RPG. Yeah, yeah. That's an RPG. Yeah. I think of it more as a first-person shooter. 
me first person shooting at Aloysius. Yeah, I think I think victim of Zomberanians. Oh, that'd be awesome. Al- uh, kill Aloysius. Aloysius being chased by rednecks. Oh dear. And you have to elude them. I'm I'm in quite a pickle. <laughs> and he can only jump so much because he gets winded. And oh, he has to. Avoid but if he gets the, enough power-ups, he, power he can actually deploy two van, two fans and fly away. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to level ten. Level ten. Yeah. And then, and then I'll he gets, see you boys later. He gets a fan made of razor blades or something. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's see what we got here. Um, this was oh yes, please to reconsider mm. is the uh, the feature that uh, we're going to do right now. Very simply, and I, I experimented with this on my uh, Facebook page. Uh, because uh, Sue was Sue was with, at a friend's house one night, and I pulled out the uh, Edward Norton Incredible Hulk, and I remember everybody still bagging on it. I don't get that because I, I liked it. There's the. I liked it. I I liked it fine. I, I loved it. I, I actually liked loved Ann it. Ling, uh, the Ang Lee one. I hated it. But uh, so I watched, and I'm going. To, everyone gives this movie such a hard time. It's really cool. I think. Uh, so please to reconsider the Incredible Hulk was the topic, and. And I, the thread just went crazy uh, on Facebook. I don't understand why the thread about me going to the mall doesn't go crazy, but that one yeah. did. Uh, so uh, we wanted to do Please to Reconsider, a movie that is being bagged on mm-hmm. that maybe you should take another look at. Or, or, or a specific part of a movie, too. And, and, and I'll even go this far in regards to the first Spider-Man movie, which is now the victim of an unfortunate backlash. The original? Yeah. People are bagging on it. I liked it. How can you hate on that? Uh, really good but, movie. But please to reconsider Willem Dafoe and the Green Goblin as a movie villain. That's sexy. Hmm. Yeah, I mean the suit. It's not as bad right, as. But the suit might have sucked. But God, he was so. He good. was great. He, was very and he scary. gets some really, really good one-liners when he shows up at the dinner. Looks at Aunt May. Oh, this is all about all I had time to pick up. I did couldn't find the fruitcake. Get what you, get what you need. He's rumored to the curb. <laughs> uh, he he is funny and threatening in that. Funny movie. and threatening and and scary and uh, yeah. Okay, so please to reconsider Spider Man. Yes, I don't. I can't imagine why you'd bag on that movie. Well, oh. It's very in vogue right now. Yeah. Yes. Is it that uh, evil internet that we were talking about yes. earlier? Yes. Yeah, and I think it's like a black. You know, like. Because, oh, dude, I did hate Spider-Man 3 so much. But why but, does that make the other two bad all of a sudden? I don't, I don't know. But I, I think maybe next time I may ask you to please to reconsider Spider-Man 3. It's right behind you. Oh, I'm not even going to look. It had some cool parts. Yes, uh, so maybe we'll do that. All right, anyone else got a please to reconsider? I, I do. Yes. Speed Racer, the movie. You know what? Uh, I'm sorry. I finally saw it. I, I don't want you to reconsider it as an adult. I want you to, considering the source material, this was, this was, if you, if you loved the Speed Racer cartoon when you were a kid, it was probably the best literal live action animated adaptation of a crappy cartoon ever made. Well, here, here was my problem with it. Did it need to be two hours long? Thank you. No. Did it need all the exposition scenes? Nope. It could have been, if I was the editor on that movie, I would have cut an awful lot of that out. And that, that was where they're probably their biggest mistake was out of all of the adaptations of anything that's come out in a long time, it was too faithful to the source material because that cartoon had too much exposition yes, and it could did. have been a lot faster. And it's the fastest car in the world. I should know. I built yeah. it myself. And, and yeah, that was one of those things <laughs> where, where by today's movie making standards, yeah, it would have been, uh, it would have been far better served being faster or, or, or well, the, better put together as far as production's concerned. The race scenes were were great. For me, it was something I'd wanted to see since I was three years old. The the race scenes were great, but I don't need a scene uh, with Pops Racer and Speed being all mopey. 
You know, uh, that, that scene could have been handled in, in two to three sentences, mm-hmm. and we would have conveyed the emotion and the forward plot movement. And, I, and that just goes right back to what I think my biggest problem with movies anymore is, is that we're so, uh, we're so hypercut mm-hmm. mentality. We would have been fine with that movie twenty years ago. I just well, I just know that uh, if I was a kid, I would I would have kind of been bored by a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, well, it, yeah. It, it, I'm the only person on the planet who liked that movie. Yeah, I know. So right. it's it's kind of funny. I, it's my own personal little freak show. <laughs> but the the race one scenes of them. were great. The race scenes were great. Yes, but but, but I, when I saw it, I saw it on a Saturday morning, <laughs> and it is two hours plus. And, and there were a lot of kids in the and theater. And there were right? a lot of kids in the theater who were bored, crying. Running up and down the stairs, going, Mom. And that was just Sean gonna... Means. That, yeah. so- that sounds like every movie I've been to in the last five years, though. Yep. Right. I mean, you should see how many crying kids were running up and down the stairs at Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. What's that giant bo- Ooh. Is that a dolphin? <laughs> it's smiling. <laughs> All right. Uh, any, pl- any pleas to reconsider? I've got one. I- oh, go ahead. Uh, Die Hard, Live Free or Die Hard. Yes, hmm. thank you. Another movie that, once they again... They got crapped on. Which we're talking about, we, we talked about Terminator... Uh, Salvation. Salvation, and people just saying, hi, claiming high art. Yeah. Right? People claiming high art on the Die Hard movies. <laughs> Come on, I love the Die Hard movies. I went back and watched the first one uh, here a while ago. Oh, it's a great and movie. It's totally yeah. dug it. And yeah. it's Alan Rickman. That's and it's why. A, it's big, yeah. du- and it's just big, dumb fun, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, Live Free or Die Hard was the biggest, well, dumbest, I mean, and funnest movie I mean, that you, came out that, you've got, that year. You've got Bruce Willis jumping on a, an F-16. I, or I, what is it? The, the hover plane? What is it? Oh, the... Yeah. I mean, it's just so yeah. awesomely ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's the most die-hardingest die-hard movie ever made. And if it had been a Hong Kong cinema Jackie Chan movie from the 80s, people would have been oh, eating it up with it. a spoon and fork. I mean, he shoots himself through himself to kill the guy. Yeah, <laughs> But it was PG thirteen. What evs? Yeah, I mean, right? drag me to hell. Prove that we can do a good PG thirteen and yes. still have. Yeah, a good, have by the a way, good time. once again, reconsider going and seeing that damn movie. It's so good. Yes, Mr. Pierce. I have bizarrely enough watched some episodes of Enterprise lately. No, what? and Boy, this is the ultimate please to reconsider. Well, I I, I'm not going to say it's a great show, but I think that what it suffers from the most is that more than 600 episodes of Star Trek had gone before. Mm. Ah. And it was so at the really tail... And, you know, we, go, we, well, we've had these discussions about how you know there was just too much and it needed to rest. It re- actually, I think it really got good its fourth season, it's yes. the last season. Yes. But even some of the earlier season episodes are better than episodes of other series. But it... I didn't, and, and I'm among those who didn't give it a chance because I was just like, oh God, you know, haven't we seen this before? It's it's not. It's actually better than I thought it was, and I hadn't, you know, this is a show I hadn't paid any attention to in years. I mean, so. it's no Voyager. Yeah, well, <laughs> that is actually probably works to its benefit as it came after Voyager. Yeah. But that Vulcan looked hot as you know what in yes. her underpants. Oh, oh yes. and that's what a lot of people bitch about is is that they really oversexed. The I don't like price. it when Star Trek gives me a boner. I do. That makes me well, Lieutenant Uhura. In the grand scheme of things, Archer was a pretty darn good Star Trek captain. Yep. When you compare them to and that ship Captain was, Helium and that ship was bitching looking. I would like to get my boners from anime porn. <laughs> Tentacle um, stuff. I, you know what, Terry? I have, I have another please to reconsider. Please it's, to reconsider. It's, it's sort of aping you, but all the people who jumped off of Amazing Spider-Man. I did. 
after the brand new day thing. Oh, he's no longer married to Mary Jane. <laughs> I, I was actually glad about that. That was the only good thing I liked about it. Shut up and pick pick I'm up sorry. this American song. Oh, bud. And I am. Hey, it, you know, this where, is where, really where you good. You jump on in your own case when you tell me to <laughs> shut up. Yeah, it. It's really good, and you know, Peckerwood. And, and, and I'm sorry if you don't like this storyline. You don't like Sp- Spider Man. I'm going to say true. it. That's a, that is a very good storyline. What about our guest, Aaron? Please do reconsider anything like a game, whatever. Something that you um, you think is really cool. A game would be a good one. That gets shit that on. Is your wheelhouse something that does, don't you don't know. think gets the respect that it that it should? The the one thing I was thinking of as you guys were talking about it was AI the movie. Okay. Um, I, I thought that was a great movie. I really did too. It, I can't. I've watched it once. I can't watch it again because I cry like a little baby. <laughs> I love that. Well, I, I want to watch it with you. <laughs> I love the friggin' teddy bear. In that it, movie. it just was not oh, what anyone was expecting, and I think it really suffered for that. I think it, there were so many people that had so many different expectations of that, and it didn't meet any of them. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of discussed the discussions, or not, um, that expectations tend to be the death of everything we mm-hmm. go into. Well, we had that with our guys. It's I, been the death of my hope and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to only talk about what I do because I also no. love movies no, no, and books. No, 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 but, do. but the one thing I wanted to say is that we had uh, we had to deal with that in this this last game because the games we did before were all like big platform PC games that cost millions yeah. to produce. This one cost about you know two hundred two hundred fifty thousand to produce, and it's very much an independent film type game. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, there's not a lot. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle game. Absolutely. So it's 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 really scaled down. The focus is on the story, but the story is told in a way that's really quite, um, I don't know, just simplified. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not about the visual presentation that is what makes the story good. So anyway, we had these people that had these expectations of our old games, and they're. Because some of them were just mean about it. Well, because you're, you're talking about like sh- uh, the snowboarding games and the, all the big action games that now, you did. Is, is it a PC game? Yes, it's it's for. I have it right here actually on this oh. uh, PC laptop from Dan the laptop. No, actually, what I'm talking about more are the the original games that we did that had the live actors, you know, with uh, Brian Keith and Margot Kidder and oh, James okay. Earl Jones and Barry Corbin and Tanya. Uh, Barry Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know Barry Corbin. North, it's very exciting. Northern Expo. Oh, okay. Northern Expo. All right. One tree hill. I love Barry Corbin. <laughs> but uh, sorry. Uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy, one of my personal favorites, was in one of our games, oh. and then uh, Michael York and um, <gasps> Michael York, uh, Henry Darrow, and I mean some really nice actors. Can I just come hang out at your office? Yes. <laughs> that's what I want to do. I want to come and, and Barry Corbin. Do his thing. What is up, buddy? <laughs> so that's the thing is you take these 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 uh, you know fairly well known <laughs> actors that are that are very good at what they do and then we integrated it into this gaming world that made kind of a unique experience and then we turn around and do this game where we use rendered characters and Mm -hmm. um, it was just such a departure from what people were accustomed to that a lot of people just said it's crap they just looked at it didn't give it a chance and said this is crap well i'll be honest with you when when uh when i got the demo and 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 loaded it up on the computer i i went man i don't know yeah i gotta interview this guy tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, man, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm looking at it, and it's playing, you know, the introduction and the uh, introduction of the characters and everything. So, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. First first room, okay. Hmm. And I found myself an hour and a half later. That this cool. sounds like something that's, that's far wonderful. more interesting to me than most of the It just It just took things. me in. Well, it sounds and, like something my wife would be into. Well, what did it, uh, explain it real quick, uh, what, what the game is. It, it, and when you hear the description, you're going to go, hmm. Play it. I'm telling you. I'll turn it on during the break, and you can you can play it. Well, the the basic concept was that we wanted to find a fairly simple game mechanic that we could use uh, a variation of over and over, and it would have relevance throughout the entire story. And so the idea is that you have a woman who uh, 
shows up in this room with a man she's never seen before, and he tells her she's uh, lost her memories over the past few days. And they use these uh, tarot cards as a means of kind of jogging her memory to help her associate events with the images on the cards. And so you look at a card, it takes you to a location. Sometimes she recognizes the place, sometimes she doesn't. And in that location, she does a word association exercise like you would do with your psychiatrist to help. To, to try to oh. jog your memory. Right. So there are items scattered throughout the location, the room, uh, for example, and then there are key words down at the bottom. And uh, you, you try to find the item in the room that is associated with the key word down at the bottom. So, uh, for example, give, give us a Well, comment. like in the, in the very first one, the key word is uh, note. And so she comes into the room, and the man says, what's the first word that comes to your mind? She says, note. I don't know why, though. And he goes, well, let's look around and see what we can find. And she finds a series of objects that connect to the word note. So keynote, footnote, quarter note, notebook, notepad. And once she finds those objects and, and collects them, they unlock a, a flashback that's associated with the word note. And all of a sudden, so goes, now I know. Remember what mm -hmm. note meant to me. So you slowly me. get the the story. The slow, yeah, you, know, ah, you have to. Kinda, that sounds really cool. You solve Momentally. the puzzles to get the story. Yeah, because uh, I suck at the ones that you have to push fifty two buttons in yeah, order to punch you things. Have to use all your hands. But it's but it's it's such a, a you know a, a simple uh, premise and but it, and it's so fun. Like I said, I was looking at it going, oh God. You have to you have to give it a chance. <laughs> but and that's it's great. The, the problem is that it's not this big, sexy, exploding, you know, you intro really that could have put some sexy explosions. <laughs> in there, but yeah, you're Couple right. Couple things in the tough. room when you when you touch them, maybe they blow up. What Explode. the hell? <laughs> Explode and you yes. wake up naked with a five dollar bill next to you. You accidentally turn on the DVD <laughs> player and there's porn and, and a stitch in your side and my kidney's gone and what well, does we, porn mean to you? <laughs> Anyway, uh, anyway, we gotta we to wrap this up. Now, and where do you download this again? Because I think I'm gonna get it for the wife. Uh, big, She'll love it. Bigfinishgames.com. Sweet. And the name of the game again? Three Cards to Midnight. So you seeing a lot of uh, a lot of this move towards the independent games? Absolutely. Well, it, one thing we were talking about on the uh, Radio from Hell show was that when when I was first getting into it in the early '90s, it was just on the at the dawn of the CD-ROM right. era. And you had all these people that were experimenting, but they had, uh, you know, uh, real limitations on the technology. Right. There's only so much you could do. We're kind of coming back to that now. It's yeah. like we have the same, almost exact same limitations now for downloadable content that we had to do CD-ROM. Because I, I see when I go to, like, uh, PopCap Games, for instance, yeah. it, it, it just just uh, a lot of great ideas and stuff that it looks like they poured their hearts and souls into it. And for 20 bucks, you can download it and be playing it in half an hour. Which is the exciting part of it. Exactly. To me, it's like, it's, like the, it's like the Sundance era. Mm -hmm. And do you folks have mm -hmm. a demo for your game on your, on your site? Uh, we don't have a demo of it, uh, <laughs> but you can find demos. If you just go to Google Three Cards to Midnight, there are a bunch of websites cool. that say Sell it. You can play it for an hour for free. That's what I noticed, uh, especially. I mean, I'm not, you know, bringing up PopCap. That's just what I'm familiar with. But right. I noticed that uh, with most of their games, you have about an hour demo to check it out and see if it's right. worth your time. Yeah, what Which a cool to idea. me, that is such that a cool is idea. so smart because mm -hmm. to me, it's like I saw a game, I liked playing the demo enough that 20 bucks didn't seem like too much money. Whereas right. a lot of times, you go to the store, you check out a game, box art alone. Man, you buy, is not you a buy good a game, game for 50 bucks, you start playing it and go, oh, right. this is the last time I played. Crap. Tell me about it, Iron Man. Oh. Yeesh. You know, 50, not, not 50 bucks them, later, yeesh. and I'm like, God. Not all of them are going to be Final Fantasy VII. On the other hand, I have children who spend an enormous amount of time with Lego Batman because oh. Lee told well, them sure. to. Yeah, but Lego yeah. Batman's worth every cent. No, no, I'm they, saying they, yeah. that was an excellent recommendation. They love that game. You should get that for your Wii. It's my awesome. Wii. You will love it. Play your Wii. Play with your Wii. You mean the 
electronic one, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, not that one. All right. Uh, Yours is electric? <laughs> thank you uh, for joining us, uh, geekshowpodcast.com. Uh, be sure to watch us at Comcast Channel 1, Utah On Demand. Text the word geek to 79640. Zach will text you back. Uh, Dr. Volts, thank you very much. 2043 East 3300 South. Get your comics and your toys there. And PC laptops. Stand the laptop man. I we love have, you. I wouldn't have been able to play the game if it wasn't for Aww. the fine, fine laptop you provided me. Uh, PCLaptops.com. And uh, next uh, next time, we'll... Uh, what is I don't it? Know. Talk we'll about the it's awesome the uh, dreaded Indiana third Jones show. Toys. It's the dreaded third I'm show. And not I'm, nearly drunk enough for a third show. Well, let's work on that. Okay. Uh, I understand shots. Aaron likes Jamesons as well, so let's get up let's there. Let's do are you, this. Are you, ready, are you ready for the Jamesons and Fresca Citrus Challenge? Yes. Okay. <laughs> challenge. Uh, let's I'm see. Yeah. Get a booth. I'm going to be set up down. <laughs> How do I win? Huh? <laughs> the, you, you, uh, the less of this winning, you remember, the further ahead you are. Winning is not necessarily something to be proud of. Necessarily. Necessarily. All right. I'm winning already. You're winning over there. I'm just going to mix the Jamesons with uh, what I usually do. Which is? Saliva. Bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, yes, Chen? Oh, my gosh. Play more ham. My life was so simple. I had not one pimple. My everyday was made up of these plans. To ride my bike to thrifties on basketballs and ice cream. Find the snow with figurines. Thinking of my action men comes from gripping all. What happened? Sitting in my underoos, reading Christmas catalogs. What happened to my action men and all? What happened?